to another episode of Life with Hula, the podcast. My name is Hula, and I am a former radio personality here in San Diego turned podcaster. I uh, unfortunately lost my job at the beginning of the year and am using my skills to create a daily podcast. Originally, I started to uh, do a podcast about a podcast, excuse me, about um, uh, my weight loss journey, but it's kind of turned into more of what's going on in my life, what's going around the city of San Diego, where I'm from and where I'm actually living in and uh, all over the country, basically. Um, And just to share with you some stories to see if you're able to relate. Uh, For those of you that are listening for the first time via iTunes or Spotify, thanks so much for tuning in. And for those of you that are my 15, um, or is it 15? Uh, 12, sorry, my elite 12, that's what I call them, my elite 12 listeners who stuck by me from the very first day, thank you so much for tuning in. As you can tell, it might sound a little different, um, I'm a little bit more sluggish, um, kind of out of breath in a way, because I'm actually laying down while I'm recording this podcast. If you've been listening to previous podcasts, um, you know that yesterday... I went in and got a vasectomy. Yep. Um, So I am right now currently in bed, laying down with, I don't know if you can hear this. That's my my bag of peas, (laughs) which I'm going to place in a very um, delicate area in about five minutes. Um, So (laughs) maybe in the middle of this podcast, you may hear me starting to move around. Uh, That's what's going on. Um, but yeah, I got a vasectomy, uh, yesterday and I will retell the, or recap the whole saga that is, uh, my vasectomy, um, just to share with you what goes on. If you were possibly getting one, if you are thinking about getting one, um, if you're a female and you're thinking about getting one for your significant other, um, yeah, I'm here to share the entire story with you. Uh, so maybe a little graphic. I apologize ahead of time. Um, but just be prepared. Also, um, it is Friday, so I've got your, um, your f- funny, your Friday funny, um, where I have a clip. And ironically enough, it's about vasectomies because why not? Something to help me laugh. And um, I've got your moment of pure happiness as well as uh, things that will keep you in the know of what's going on uh, around the world in country, city of San Diego, all that extra. So, uh, yeah, let's begin with this little adventure that I was on. Um, Okay, let me just double check that I have my timing right. I got three minutes before I have to... You know what? I'm just going to put it in now because why not? So apologize. I'm doing this live. I mean, not live, but recorded. Okay, right there. There you go. Ah, that's cold. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> All right. So um, my wife and I decided to, uh, that it would, well, here's the thing. My wife and I had a long discussion about having kids. And after the birth of my second child, Braylon, uh, we just, she decided that she wanted to get her tubes tied. Um, knowing that she, it would be a harder process for her. It'd probably take her two weeks to recover and all that stuff. Um, I figured, you know, it's easier for me to go in, snip, snip, I'm done. And four days of recovery and I'm good. <sighs> yeah. 
So that took place. Um, let me just tell you, um, wow, it was kind of a, an experience. Um, so the morning of, I, you know, was nervous all morning. I was just had this ball of energy and, and nervousness and, you know, thinking, oh gosh, I'm going to go in and that's it. No more kids. Um, let's get it snipped. And literally, I kid you not, like 15 minutes before we were going to head out to the doctor, my wife says, okay, I don't want you to resent me. Are you sure you want to do this? I'm like, my appointment's in like, I, we have to leave in like 15 minutes. I got it. We got to go. Like this is full steam ahead. I'm not going to cancel on the doctor. Um, you know, it's with, I have mixed emotions because I, you know, I would love to have a big family, but I know ideally right now we can't, you know, it's expensive. Um, but there's the option of adopting. Um, this is reversible apparently. Um, I don't know if I would want to go through a reverse <laughs> surgery, but yeah. So we go to the hospital. I go in to the doctor. I'm the only for person there at the urologist. Um, the nurse actually is there. He is a gentleman uh, by the name of Elvin. Shout out to Elvin. Um, and he goes through the whole procedure with me. He's like, here's what's going to happen. Uh, they're going to snip um, right near, for lack of a better term, like the top of your scrotum. And... Um, they're going to, they're going to numb you. You know, the doctor's going to numb you. Um, and it's kind of like a, uh, a dentist when they're going to numb your mouth. And then they're going to snip uh, the vas deferens, the, the actual tubes. And then he's going to cauterize it. So you're going to smell um, like some burning. Um, and then he'll put suture you back up. And then you'll be ready to go. And then he kind of like had, like, here's ice packs for you. Here's, um, you know, here's a jar. I'll tell you all about that stuff and what was in my goodie bag because you get a goodie bag as you leave. Anyway, so he goes through the whole procedure with me. I said, okay, let's just rock and roll. So he, you know, signed the paperwork. I'm ready to go. I lay down, get, you know, get my gown on. Um, and immediately the doctor walks in the door and he's like, hello, how's it going? And I'm like, hey, Dr. Tran, um, how's it going? <laughs> and they lift up the, ro the, uh, the gown and there you are in full exposure. You're just like laying there. There you go. And uh, they start to put some towels around your junk area, um, almost like a square. Um, so it almost frames <laughs> your twigs and berries, um, which I thought was quite odd. Um, and um, it's cold, by the way. It's it, they, they put a gel pack on the side of my leg, and they said, it's going to be cold. And I'm like, well, it's already cold. I'm out here exposed. It's going to be cold. So they put this gel pack on. And then the first thing they do is squeeze. He, uh, the doctor says, I'm going to pour some liquid soap on you. And I'm like, soap? Okay, that's weird. Um, but they pour this soap. He's like, it's going to be very cold. I'm like, well, I'm cold already, so whatever. By the way, they let me keep my socks on because it was cold in the room. Um, they squeeze the liquid and then they start to like move it all around my scrotum and my, my twig. Um, and then, um, he's like, okay. And he, you know, starts to hold on to like literally the, like the top of your scrotum, the, the sack. Um, and he holds it and he says, you're going to feel a little sting. So here we go. And it's almost like, like 
a dentist putting in Novocaine into your mouth when he's about to, you know, do some surgery to your mouth. Um, you, for those of you that don't get this experience, this is how I experience it. When, when I get Novocaine up for the dentist, I don't mind it so much. My pain threshold is pretty high, but I, um, get poked. I feel the poke. And then you feel like the liquid moving in the veins of your mouth. Like you can feel the numbness start to go right away. Well, that's the same feeling I got when they poked me down there. Um, immediately I felt like things were filling, like tubes were filling and I could feel like the liquid moving around my scrotum area down there. Uh, it was the weirdest thing. Uh, and he was like, okay, we're gonna get the left side. So he gets the left side and then he goes, okay, we're gonna get the right side. So he's literally like numbing the whole area. And then can somebody please invent scissors that don't, where you can't hear them because he went to cutting and you hear like the, like the snip snip. And it's like, I don't want to hear this right now. Like crazy. Um, so immediately, like, I'm numb. I, I don't feel any of this. Um, but I'm not going to lie. I do feel pulling and tugging. And it got me really more nervous because then I'm sitting there in my brain going, oh, my God, he's pulling on tubes. He's pulling on things. Like, I feel him, like, he'll pull on something. And then I, like, again, apologize for the graphicness, but he, he pulled on my ball. Like, my balls lifted. And I was like, okay, this is weird. This is a... You know, it didn't hurt. It just the motion of feeling it. And um, I started think overthinking in my head and I started to um, not have a panic attack, but like I started feeling lightheaded. And here's the thing, though, too. You got to remember, we're all wearing masks. So I have a mask on and my breathing is even heavier um, and I've got the mask on. So I'm getting lightheaded. Um, so. I tell them, I like, I, I don't know if this is normal, but I'm lightheaded, I'm sweating. Um, and they're like, oh yeah, just, you know, go ahead and move the mask away from your nose so you can actually breathe. And so that's what I did. And I started, you know, start, stopped getting lightheaded. Um, but at the same time, he's going for it. But it's funny because as he's going for it, they're asking me like, oh, so what are you doing, you know, for the 4th of July? You know, it's crazy. You know, what's going on? And I was like, well, I'm going through surgery right now. So pretty much going to be laying on my back on the bed for for <laughs> the July um, and they're like oh so you know how many kids you got you know just I think a way to kind of keep your mind off of what's going on um, and then there's this moment that he's pulling and tugging snipping away and all of a sudden you hear he gets the cauterizer or I don't know what the actual tool is called the cotter cotter I don't know he's cauterizing the tube and you smell it and at that moment, I'm like, okay, this is trippy. Like, I can't believe that's happening. And so, you know, they do that, gets it all done. And then he goes, okay, we're almost done. And then he starts, like, you f you now notice. At, it, this procedure is really quick, to be honest with you. I think the whole procedure took no more than, like, 10, 15 minutes, if that. Um, but he then started to suture me up. And I could feel him like sewing me up. It was crazy. Like I could feel the needle going and it didn't hurt. It was just like I could feel it. It was like a numbness, but I felt him pull like as if he was sewing up my scrotum. It was the weirdest thing. It was like I said, it wasn't painful, but it was weird. And then he's like, okay, we're done. 
And I was like, okay. I, I said, thanks, doctor, which is weird to say thanks, doctor, for basically making me sterile. Um, so he walks out of the room. And um, I was talking to the nurse, and I said, I'm so sorry. I got lightheaded. I don't know. Like, And he said, you know, maybe it's because you were nervous and, you, you know, it was going in your head and stuff, and maybe you were just, uh, you know, overthinking. And I said, exactly. That's probably what's happening. And he goes, plus you were wearing the mask. And I go, yeah, that's true. Um, he said, you did really well. He goes, he's had men on the table that have cried through the whole procedure, like either feel felt the pain or like just literally have cried. And I was like, no, nah, like I have a high pain threshold. You know, I, I feel like it wasn't too, too bad. Um, and then he goes over everything that I have to do. Um, then he goes, okay, you can put your clothes back on and I have a goodie bag here for you. The goodie bag had like three ice packs. They're one-time use. So, you know, I used them already. They're gone. Um, and then he had two jars with my name on it. Basically, I currently have like old, um, sorry, again, graphic sperm that's just kicking it in there. And um, I have to let it all come out. So it takes about, they said, six to eight weeks for it to all clear, flush through. Um, but I have to, you know, go. I need to you know, get them out. Um, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah. Um, and once they are cleared, um, I have to do, it said like 10, what did the paper say? I got to read the paper. It said like, um, 10 to 20 times I have to go and clear it out. Um, once it's cleared, I have to then do it again and then put the specimen in this jar and then take the jar to, um, to the lab downstairs at the hospital i know this is crazy it's so graphic i'm so sorry if you i apologize if you've already shut this off but i'm just telling you what the experience was for me going through a vasectomy um so i gotta take the jar back they're gonna check it to make sure we're clear and free because i technically could still get my wife pregnant right now as we speak um but leaving it wasn't too painful i did walk like i was riding a horse like you know everything was numb but I was you know kind of walking like a cowboy <laughs> that's weird like a like I just rode a horse and um when I got home I was exhausted like so tired I'm still tired right now but I'm very sore um I was I could tell when um yesterday last night as I you know I I have ice or a bag of peas um a bag of corn <laughs> um sitting there um on the suture um, not bare, like I have underwear, Tony's on, but I would actually, um, let it sit there for 20 minutes, then 20 minutes off, 20 minutes on, 20 minutes off. So that's kind of, I'm checking my time right now just to make sure that I'm good as far as like the 20 minute mark. I'm getting close to it. Um, so yeah, um, it does, it, it's, it, it starts to get more sore in the evening of the day of the vasectomy. It, it's, I'm very exhausted. Um, it feels like a throbbing, burning sensation. Um, today it's sore, like somebody's holding the bag. Um, and just like, there's like pains sometimes when I, if I lay a certain way, um, like somebody kicked me. Um, so it's not fun. I'm um, not going to lie, but yeah, I can't lift anything. I can't even lift the dog to get up on the bed. I have to literally just lay here. 
Um, but thank goodness for my wife who is taking care of me, um, getting me a lot of stuff um, as far as food is concerned. But uh, yeah, it's my 4th of July weekend laying here um, talking to all of you about my vasectomy. So there it is. If you have any questions about getting a vasectomy, it's not a big deal. Like I said, I made it a bigger deal in my head when I was about to do it. But I, I mean, you have to, you have to, it's human nature that you're going to be nervous about it. So, you know, that it, it's, it's surgery. It's, you hear the cutting, you feel the pulling, the tugging and all that kind of, um, so it happens it, and it hurts. It's, it's not, you know, don't don't you know judge guys that are like oh my god it no it hurts if you don't have a high pain threshold it hurts but um but yeah i did it and it's done and so now like my cat and my dog i am sterile the other sterile male in the house there's no more males that can procreate in this household fantastic so that's the story of hula's vasectomy yay <laughs> now it's time for uh, things, uh, was it things uh, to keep you in the know? All right, so where are we going to start off this? I got to look at my computer, so I'm sitting up a little bit. Um, as I mentioned earlier, it is 4th of July weekend, and because of the fact that a bunch of um, places had to, you know, the, basically the governor closed down a lot of beaches along the coast. Um, Los Angeles, as a matter of fact, they closed all the beaches because of the the resurge of the coronavirus. Well, guess what? San Diego's still open. Um, so people are flocking to the beaches and it's only just gonna make it um, even more crazy. People are really getting fearful of the fact that we may have a ton of people here for the 4th of July weekend. As a matter of fact, here's somebody from the news uh, that mentions her thoughts about our beaches still being open. You have to definitely be mindful of the counties that have closed. Where are people gonna flood to? the only open county in the area and that of course is san diego so yeah we got to be mindful about that because people are going to be coming from all over the place uh um so just be prepared but speaking of that the something that will deter a lot of the crowds from coming over well i don't know if it will deter a lot of the crowds but just fyi um governor newsom said on wednesday that state beaches can stay open in San Diego County this 4th of July weekend, but their parking lots would be closed to limit overcrowding. Um, San Diego County leaders and health officials also said local beaches wouldn't close for the 4th of July, but individual cities have control over the beaches. Um, San Diego County Supervisor Greg Cox and San Diegans who visit the beach this weekend should only do so with members of their household and maintain physical distance from other groups. Um, according to what I'm reading here, is that um, the city of Oceanside said it will temporarily close its beach parking lots this weekend starting at 8 a.m. on uh, today uh, through 8 a.m. on July 6th. So just be prepared for that. The parking lots, like you'll still be able to go to the beaches, but parking lots will be closed um, to limit the overcrowding. So yeah, get be prepared. Fourth of July weekend coming up. And your last story to keep you in the know, especially if you live in Escondido, unfortunately, uh, San Diego County's largest ice skating facility is closing for good. Officials with Iceplex Escondido announced Thursday that the facility located at 555 North Tulip Street is shutting down effective immediately. 
Um, it was a destination for a lot of San Diegans looking for a place to ice skate or play hockey. The facility with its two Olympic sized ice rinks offered classes and public ice skating sessions that ran seven days a week. In a statement on their website, Iceplex official says, this was not an easy decision. Our hockey and skating communities have been strong partners to us throughout the years, and we've worked hard over the last few months to find an alternative way to keep the facility open. Unfortunately, the solution has not emerged. Officials said the facility has been operating at a substantial loss in the past few years, and they've struggled to maintain the equipment and other systems needed to keep the facility running. Um, it says, also, we close our doors with a heavy heart and would like to extend our deepest thanks to our athletes, customers, and staff and volunteers who have been responsible for creating a welcome and a competitive environment for Iceplex. You've brought joy to our lives. Your dedication to sport, community, and individual achievement will not end with Iceplex, officials have say, stated. So, sorry, um, a lot of Escondidoans um, are upset that it is closed, but that officially has happened um and those are the things to keep you in the know yes sorry if you heard the bag um i actually had to take the frozen bag of peas off of my my stuff because it was too cold and my 20 minutes have passed (laughs) so sorry about that if you're keeping score so it is Friday, and on Fridays, I have your Friday Funny, and it is from a comedian by the name of Nick Cobb, and he talks about himself getting a vasectomy. Here you go. Enjoy. I just had a vasectomy and got it done immediately after my son was born. Immediately. Best thing I've ever done, vasectomy. Best thing. And a lot of guys don't, I don't know why you're not doing it. It's the best, maybe because the name, vasectomy, is scary. I think they should call it super surgery, because that's what you get. <laughs> You get yourself with no all pros, no cons. It's like Pepsi Zero or Blade. It's phenomenal. <laughs> but you get questions. You get a lot of guys come up to you afterwards, like when they're away from their wives or girlfriends. I had a guy a couple weeks ago come up and he's like, so after the surgery, like, how do they do it? Did they like remove part of your dick? Yeah, they, they removed half your dick, the middle part of it. That's what they did. They just took the middle part out. And so you just have the top on your butt. That's how it works. It's like an old arcade golf game. It's great really works well. I had a guy come up to me a couple weeks ago. He's like, so now that you're sterile, like, what comes out? I'm like, a flag? <laughs> Yosemite stamp style. And that's your Friday funny. Yeah, I'm hoping a flag pops out too when I go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That would be weird. Um, and, of course, last but not least, it is your moment of pure happiness. So this moment of pure happiness has gone around um, on Facebook. I saw this, um, but if you just Google and search uh, family rescue bear cub swimming with a jar stuck on its head, <laughs> I know that's a long phrase to Google or search. Just search bear cub with jar on head. Um, you'll find the video, but a bear cub in Wisconsin found itself in trouble when it managed to get a plastic jar stuck on its head. Trisha Hurt and her family were fishing when they spotted the animal swimming in the lake and decided to lend a helping hand. Um, they went around a couple times and they couldn't really get to the, you know, at first they thought it was a dog and then they realized, nope, it's a bear cub. And they circled on the, in their boat um, around a couple times, uh, couldn't get to it and they finally got to it. And here's the audio from them rescuing the bear. We got a bear here, poor thing's got a tub on its head. Oh, he's getting scared. Oh. Circle around, Bray. Circle around quick. Bray, just get around there. Oh, yes. Gotcha. Wow. We saved our little bear. Good 
Yay, they rescued the bear, and the bear swam away happy, and they were happy, and what an amazing family, and very, um, what's the word? Fearless. Fearless. Yeah, that's the word. Um, and that is your moment of pure happiness. All right, speaking of pure happiness, I'm hoping in the next couple of days I will be very happy um, <laughs> coming up. Um for yeah for myself uh fourth of july is tomorrow so i'm excited about that as i lay here in bed watching tv um but we'll talk about that tomorrow um if you want to reach out to me if you have more questions about getting a vasectomy or just want to reach out and say hi uh, you can reach out to me on social media hula sd h-u-l-a like the dance hula and then sd is in san diego on all my social media handles facebook instagram tiktok twitter snapchat um all of those find me uh, hula sd and i'll be happy to chat with you all right uh have yourself a wonderful day as i rest up and sleep for the majority of the day and thank you for tuning in to life with hula i'll catch you tomorrow bye